0: I'm joined in studio by Cubby. Am I saying it right?
1: Hi, yeah, you're, t- you're definitely saying it right. Oh That's how it is. Welcome, Hi. buddy. Thanks for having me. Oh,
0: sweet, man. Fun fact, like I, I spoke off air. It's just so exciting to find brand new talent and local talent for that matter. I'm just so <laughs> great that you're here, bud.
1: Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's, it's crazy that you found my stuff. You said you found it on Spotify, Yeah, which is really cool, I think. Like the fact that music nowadays is so accessible, like... I didn't have to send something in this is just <laughs> there on the playlist that you found yeah great. sweet
0: man. well let's take it back way way back. Okay. Um, how did you discover your gift or what was your first influences into Wow music um,
1: so I've been doing music since I was maybe like three four years old. Um, I had one of the moms who like kind of pushed you into piano lessons, <laughs> um, so that's where it started. um when I was a- around about like twelve um that's when I decided like okay, music is like what I love the most and that's what I want to be doing with my life so I taught myself some guitar I, I like, learned Wonderwall strumming away <laughs> and then like a little bit later once I kind of like had my way with the guitar I was realized like if I want to be an artist I need to be able to write music hmm. I need to be able to produce um, and that's where it all began back in like my bedroom with Cubase 6 <laughs> like um recording some like guitar and some like harmonies and singing and yeah that's really where it began around like 13 14.
0: Can you remember your very first song and how great was it?
1: It was it was (laughs) kind of interesting it was kind of interesting um yeah no we don't want to talk about that (laughs) sweet
0: um what were some of your musical influences
1: growing up? Growing up um I was brought up um with kind of two sides um (laughs) my dad's like really into R&B um Biggest fan of Whitney Houston uh, okay, like, back in the day. He also liked a little bit of rock stuff. And then my mom um, and Fleetwood Mac and like oh. and like, the Nora Jones, the Tracy Chapman. Like, I hear you. Tracy Chapman's one of my favorites. Like it's, she's amazing. Um, so it was really like that, like really nice, like quality songwriting, like interesting voices um, that kind of like brought up my songwriting. Um, so- Also a little bit of pop punk. I did go through like a little emo (laughs) stage around like early high school. So like Paramore, Panic of the Disco, all of that too. How
0: has your sound evolved for our listeners who haven't heard anything from you yet?
1: Wow. So um, this project that I just put out now, um, uh, the EP Nothing Special, that was kind of a collaborative thing, not necessarily with a lot of people, but with myself in the way that I have been writing and (laughs) been producing for people um, in the background for, for quite some time and Every now and again, I'd be like, "Oh, I like this song. I'm gonna keep this for myself. I'm like, I like Ooh. this. I'm gonna keep this for myself." Um, so it was more like uh, picking and choosing over a couple of years, and then being like, "Should I put something out? Should I not?" Hmm. And just finding the confidence in myself and to being like, "Yeah, let me give this artist thing a shot. This is what is what I really want. Um, I feel like I've paid my dues to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So here we go. He has he has an EP. <laughs> Maybe someone will like it. In <laughs> Who knows?"
0: Once you let it go, and it's the release dates here. What was that feeling like for you?
1: It was a weird feeling, like it didn't quite hit me, like, okay, this has happened now. Um, I think it was the first, yeah, after the first release, I think it was within like 24 hours where um, I got- had some friends who went and got a drink. I was like, yeah, put out a single, <laughs> <laughs> And then um, Bullboard posted the song on their Instagram. Oh, wow. And they were like, shout out to Kavi, as we have the song repeat. And I was like, what? <laughs> How did they? <laughs> so I was like, and then just I've like, had like a lot of love for the EP since like people have been oh I really like the song I like the song and it is it is quite an eclectic EP mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of different styles in there from like the rippling which is kind of like an acoustic electro pop song to GT4 was a little bit more like hip hop influenced mm-hmm. um, to the, the piano Bad Lose a love there's well, a bunch of different stuff there
0: okay well awesome awesome to hear about it because we get at Two Oceans 's five Radio Dissect music Like no other station does Okay great So we're going to do A track by track review With you um, Just get a little bit Of feeling of What the song was about What you felt in the moment Are you cool with that? Yeah Okay definitely. cool So the opening track On the album Or the EP rather Nothing special Lose a love um, yeah. Tell us about this one
1: This one Was a song that came Really quickly So I was Living in Just by the company Gardens in Cape Town CBD mm-hmm. um, I'm a little Studio apartments with my bed, then my little studio setup, and I was just like playing some piano, came up with some some chords, and I'd recently just gone through a really big breakup Mm -hmm. um, of like three and a half years. Damn! Found out I was being cheated on. It was a little bit messy. um, I didn't take it too well. um, So I was like kind of going through that process of kind of like refining myself Mm -hmm. and like dealing with it. And I I find going to music and writing about stuff is a great way to process your emotions. True story. So, Loser Love was written in about 20 minutes. Just at the keyboard, every single part, everything just like flowed out. Every now and again a song kind of comes through you almost. (laughs) Like it comes from somewhere else and you can just, I don't know, it's like you're almost like freestyling and then it comes (laughs) and then you just tweak a little bit after the, the session and that's really... That's that's that song, yeah. Fantastic. That's one of my favorites on the EP. It it means a lot to me, that song.
0: Sweet. Uh, Get the fuck out. Uh. (laughs) Can we swear? Yes, we can. (laughs) Okay, cool. Great. Tell (laughs) us about this one. Track Um, number two.
1: Track number two. So I had written that one about a year, maybe like eight months before Lose the Love. I just moved back to South Africa. Um, I I studied in the States for, for music, and I just moved back and I wasn't quite sure what I was doing with my life. Music, I, I want to be doing this, I want to be doing this, but where, I'm back in like, South Africa, I don't have any many connections. Mm. So I had a little studio at my parents' house where I moved back into. Um, and at this time, I was kind of, also a little bit off the walls. <laughs> um, I was just drinking a lot and going out too much and not really like taking care of myself. Um, and somewhere in my mind, I'm like, what, what's wrong, why am I doing this? Mm. Like, what's, what's up? And so another thing, like the therapy thing, going through it and like self-reflecting. And then I was like, well, there must be something wrong with me. There's something in my head. So the GTFO thing, if it get the fuck out, was like, whatever this part of me is like, go away. I want to be better. I oh. want to be healthy. I always ask
0: artists this question and I'm always intrigued by their answer. Mm-hmm. When you put out music like that, where it's just so close to your heart, mm-hmm. um, and more so for you because you write these the stuff, mm-hmm. um what is that experience like? Is it a daunting experience? Do you feel free? Um.
1: It's kind of terrifying, like Mm -hmm. before, before it comes out. So like with GTFO, I started writing it in the time I told you, I ended up checking myself into a rehab. Mm. Um, I was there for, I think like two, two, three months. And I finished writing it in there with a friend of mine. Um, Not from there. We did like a Skype session. Um, He helped me produce the track, which has turned out to be amazing. Um, And yeah, so it's just, I don't know, it's just like the world, like, hi, I've done this and this is some stuff that I've done, like, it's kind of a way to just be like, okay, this is what happened and I accept myself for it Mm -hmm. and I put it out there and if someone can can relate to that and be like, yo, other people go through this too and they can get better and they can, like, you know, like work towards a better self, which I think is like the, the ultimate goal for anyone, you know?
0: Most definitely. Um, we are going to skip track number three because we will play out with that one. Okay, cool. um, but we're going to track number four, which is Fallout Boy. Oh, Fallout Boy. Um, That's a fun one. <laughs> this is just tongue and cheek Yeah. <laughs> Tell us yeah. about this one.
1: So um, this is the same when I was saying in the CBD that um, my, my friend Babele, who I worked on with GTFO... Um, he came over, we were like, let's make some music. I was a little bit hung over. <laughs> so I was like lying in my bed, which is like right next to the studio, like on the covers being like, oh, let's make some funny song. Like let's do something like this. Let's make this kind of beat. And then he starts like like drawing it out. It was really, really fun, really cool. And somehow we we came up with this idea. Because I, like I said earlier, I was really into the pop punk, like the the Paramore, including the Fallout Boy stuff. Like, It's like, I used to really love Fallout Boy. Like that would be such a c- cool, like song title. Like... Fallout Out play, Boy, fallout. Yeah, yeah, good play on words there. Yeah, yeah. And I like the imagery in it. We do some weird stuff, especially in the second verse when we whisper like peaches in the background. <laughs> and you can get just really softly. And this is some, some weird imagery like turquoise, turtle waves and like pink skies. I don't know. It's cool. It's cool. Mm. Well, we
0: will let our audience decide too and have yeah, a listen sure. to it for the first time. Oh, Here no, cool. is Cubby with Fallout Boy and Two Oceans Vibe Radio. we be back after this. We chat about the second half of the EP
1: it's been a slow summer can't see past my shades you're my poolside lover
0: if you just tuned in we're still chilling with kabi here in studio how are you doing bud i'm doing great what a groove session! i was basically <laughs> twerking out of my seat um, <laughs> what a jam uh fallout boy taken from his debut ep right
1: yeah debut debut the first one
0: let's talk about visuals yeah um because they are Massive part of any industry. Of course, um, yeah. What's what's who's your creative director? How do you get the ideas? What's so
1: the So I was my own creative director. Um, I did all the styling. I did the, the album like, cover. the The album cover. I did. Yeah, pretty much it all. I went like thrift, thrifting for some clothes. <laughs> a friend of mine helped me make the cubby jackets um, with a hot glue gun, <laughs> which was which was quite fun. Um, Yeah, I know. Like, I always refer to my project as, like, a we, because there's always, it's not just, like, I do, like, have a lot of control of what I do, but there's so many people that, like, help me. Like, my friends, like, my my family. It is, like, a little collective, almost, you know?
0: Fantastic, man. And you need the squad. Of course, yeah. Um, Most definitely. Um, We are chatting about his EP, Nothing Special, available on Spotify, iTunes, and The Works, right? Yeah, everything. Sweet. Um, we head over to track number five. I can't believe this is almost over. Buzzkill.
1: Oh, Buzzkill. Um, so this track, um, <laughs> this this was written as like a kind of like a chill guitar song at first. Mm-hmm. I had this like little like plucky melody, and then I had this this like sassy song going over at Buzzkill. Um, and then last year I was um, out in LA, and I was writing for Ten Music Group. They have some people like Zara Larsen. Um, I couldn't pop on there and I was doing a couple tracks with some people and some songwriting and I met um, this producer there called Robokid, um, who's also a queer artist. Um, he does kind of the electro pop thing at the same time. Um, so I was brought into a session for him and I was writing a song for him called Dr. Phil, about Dr. Phil, please make <laughs> me famous. Just like taking the shit out of like all those like, almost YouTube, YouTube kids Sensation. that go on and yeah. Yeah, like, those viral videos. Um, um, so after that we were like, well, let's book another session. This went really great. So we, we had a studio, some studio time set aside by the, by the label and <clears throat> we, yeah, we went in, I had some stuff already there and I was like, I wanted to have a track like of this kind of stuff. Like, let's make it very like sparse, like, like harsh, like hard hits. And then Buzzkill came about in like the three hours we were in the studio. We added the little bridge. We were, we've now made an extended version for the live shows, um, which is maybe like two, three minutes longer Um, because it is a very short song. It is like only two and a half minutes.
0: White lies like flies.
1: This is another one about the breakup I mentioned earlier. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, another quick write. Uh, This one one came about in a fun way. Um, Sometimes I do, I like mixing up how I write and how I produce. So sometimes I start building a track and then I write to that. Sometimes I'm just at the keyboard, just at the guitar. This one came out when I was playing with the looping station. had the mood going, had some it's like um, little I had some keys going <coughs> over the top, and then I had the like the vocal intro melody, like the the like the ah uh, uh, part, you know. Um, and yeah, I just had this like kind of idea of like white lies, like flies in your sweat. I couldn't stick around about how sometimes the smallest things can build up hmm. and can change, like the essence of a person, you know. Truth. Like lies and lies and lies and lies and lies, and then it becomes one big lie, you know
0: hallelujah <laughs> <laughs> speaking to the choir um it's just so fantastic to see how much you put yourself in your music um so often they're not we get these major artists who <laughs> get sent tracks and no disrespect to them and their talent but they distance themselves from their music mm-hmm. and right now i can just from having this conversation with you this is your life
1: yeah pretty um, much <laughs> this is what i do i I wake up. I make music. Yeah. I go to bed. I wake up. I make music.
0: Keep that on onth- authenticity, kid. <laughs> no, completely, um, completely. Most definitely. Last song on the album that we need to chat about um, before I let you go. Yeah. Uh, Rippling.
1: This is my favorite one. <laughs> I think um, this one took a long time to write. I s- there was about like six or seven like reincarnations of the song before it got to the final version. It was like a a Cynthy song. And then there was the chorus change, and then it was this, and then it was this. And then only when I moved back to South Africa um, did I pick up the acoustic guitar and, and just play this riff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to keep that. So I quickly recorded it. And then I like playing around with ideas. I have a lot of songs in my like repertoire, in my Google Docs, the lyrics, everything's there. So sometimes I start making a track, and then I go and check, like, oh, maybe this could fit over it. Maybe mm-hmm. this one, because I like this. And then I went straight to Rippling, and it was like, it was like married so well together. Um, And yeah, so I did the demo, I hit up another one of my friends, uh, David Belshaw, um, and sent him over the track, and he was like, I just want to change some samples. So (laughs) yeah, he just added a little bit bit more like, a bit of a drum beat to it, and added a little cindy thing to it, and there was the track. We kept the demo vocals, we kept the demo guitar, everything. It was like, it's got a nice, like, lo-fi feel to Uh it, which I kind of appreciate in music sometimes.
0: True story. Yeah. Um, Especially because music comes in trends, um, and it's quite loud, um, <laughs> where we are right now.
1: It is quite um, loud, it is quite So loud.
0: I, I appreciate the softer moments. Um, another thing that I wanted to ask you was your writing style. How does that work?
1: I find there are a couple of different ways that like, in, in what I've seen in the industry of how people go about writing songs, mm-hmm. they can um, do what I like to call the, the COA, is where they, someone will play some chords or a track, and they go like, sing a melody over it. With some vowels and they fit the words to that. Gotcha. Then they do what, what the way like that I like to do it, which is like the Kanye way, where you kind of start at the top. You've got your first two lines and you go that over and over and you've got the track playing over and over. Then you've got the next line then the next line the next line. And it builds and it builds and it builds and it builds. And then by the end, you've got your verse one, your pre and your chorus. And then you just go back and you rephrase everything. That's the way I, I really like to do it, if I'm being honest.
0: Fantastic, man. Dope. Um, before I let you go plans for 2019 what's the year looking like
1: the year's looking good I'm currently about halfway through finishing the next project mm.
0: you're not <laughs> letting these kids rest <laughs> no no so I
1: want to I want to try to have two more EPs out before the end of the year damn Gubby yeah. yeah yeah that's I'm really really excited about this this next step in the music it's it's definitely shown a lot of growth since the first project mm-hmm. which as I love it to pieces but I think the next project is more of a it's more of a one artist sound. It's hmm. not so eclectic. I hear And you. I've kind of found my sound within that. And I'm so excited to show everyone.
0: If you can l- give me one word to describe that, this next project, what would it be?
1: Sure. One word? I just think it sounds fresh, eh? Uh-huh. I think like you're going li- to listen to this project and be like, hmm, what is this? I haven't heard this before. And that's what I'm like, hoping people people hear when they listen to the project fantastic there's a lot of earworms there's a lot of like fresh melodies beats are
0: you know <laughs> well um when it drops come visit us again and we'll chat about it Definitely. too So we, here do you want to
1: introduce it to our listeners sure um so the next song you guys are about to hear is the a song of my ep nothing special and it's called rippling mm-hmm.